0: Right, I've just got to adjust myself. This uh, blue leotard I'm wearing is riding up. I don't know about you, Ian.
1: Yeah, a bit snug, isn't they? A bit snug.
0: Uh, I, I think we might not have the figure for it.
1: Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, we'll get many uh, black leather-coated guards to follow us about dressed in these.
0: <laughs> yeah, this might have been a bit of a mistake. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode seven where we discussed the alters and the system. Uh, last week we had um, Spacefall, where we discovered the Liberator for the first time. Now we'll fast forward right the f- way forward to first episode, season two, where we find out where the Liberator came from.
1: It's like poetry, isn't it?
0: It, it goes is. Together. It's, yeah. it's like there was a plan or something.
1: It, yeah, it's almost as if you wrote this down on the back of a bus ticket to make a plan. Mm.
0: Mm. Now, watching this episode for this show, I was struck by something that we've been talking about before in that when season three started, there was a massive it looked like there was a massive assumption by the BBC and trust that the viewers remembered what happened at the end of season yeah. two, because it it was a straightforward continuation. And we got the same thing here. I mean, um, The last episode of season one was in March nineteen seventy eight. This episode we're talking about today is January seventy nine. So it's nearly ten months between the two, but there's no sort of like flashback or or recap, really. Not 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 really. Is there?
1: I mean, it's it's weird because um, funny enough. Also, this week I've uh, I've watched the um, the third episode, Cygnus Alpha. And there's a flashback in that to explain what happened in Spacefall.
2: Yep. And that's a Which week was apart. the week before, yeah. I was
0: going to say. And that was Leyland, wasn't it? He's dictating right, into yeah. his lo- log and everything. And it is a bit weird that after a week you get a recap. But here, after ten months, you don't get a recap.
1: I wonder what whether any sort of casual viewers that hadn't watched season one or you know came in at season two with this episode and wondered, what the hell was going on? Hmm.
0: I mean, it get re- it gets round it. I mean, you know, in dialogue, we do get yeah. to, to to understand what has been going on. But yeah, it just seems a bit weird. All right. So, I mean, the story it starts, I thought, quite oddly for this show, in that you've actual you've got actual footage of space, haven't you?
1: Well, yeah, you've got some weird. I don't know whether they're paintings or what. No, they I are. think they're real. I do think they the are genuine photos. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, um, as the, opposed to those animated starscapes, yes. you know, that we're yeah. used to in in Blake Seven.
1: But it is a yeah, it's a strange introduction that you just get them with no, no explanation. It's almost to say that it's almost if they thought this is a space show, we better show people it's set in space.
0: We are in space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, is it is it the equivalent of like when they were if it was a detective show when they show uh, an overview of Los Angeles and you know and then a, <laughs> a, a view of the front of the building and then a view. Perhaps it's like that, just to remind people. This in space, you know.
0: I think you're exactly right, because yeah. what you're saying in those shows, you would have an overview of the city, and then you see the police precinct headquarters. Yeah. In this, you have the galaxy, and then you've got that lovely shot of the Liberator going past. Yeah,
1: a really nice shot of the Liberator. Um, yeah, remind us when when we discuss this later on to come back to the subject of galaxies, in yeah. quotes, because this, this episode does use galaxy in a very cavalier fashion doesn't it? Right. the uh, the term
0: all right yes okay all right so we go inside and we've got blake in his natty green leather batwing <laughs> affair it's very
1: strange isn't it? it's very strange
0: do you it think he complained
1: of, in season one he complained says my outfits were a bit tight can you make something a bit loose around the arms and, June and they Hudson went took yeah him, yeah
0: <laughs> took so him went, literally well,
1: you'll complain you'll complain about this yeah it's very strange
0: June Hudson, on the, on the uh, extras on the DVD box set, she says that, yeah, that, that, it's actually green leather. Now, yeah. I just thought it was some old tent material or something, but it's actually, you know, custom-made green leather sleeves.
1: Yeah, which, so it couldn't have been cheap to do. No. It also must have been horrendously hot and uncomfortable. Cause that's a lot of leather to carry about, is I mean I mean, it's not, it's not lightweight leather.
0: And you've got all the studio lighting and everything. Yeah. That's not going to help. Fair enough if you're on location, because they always seem to film in the middle of winter yeah. for some reason, didn't yeah,
1: they? Yeah, it's fr- probably lovely if you're on location.
0: Mm, yeah. But he's there, and he keeps playing back the footage from the end of Season 1 of the Liberator blowing up and asking Orak, why can't he give any more information on the prediction?
1: Yeah, well, he, he's, he's playing back footage, but it's certainly not from the end of Season 1. No. No. it's 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 weird i mean because they they had they had I, i know why later on but they had the footage from season one and it always annoyed me especially on the compilation tapes where this this scene happens straight after the other one and you think this is different footage
0: but again, it's something we keep saying: is they mm. were never designed to be watched again. You watch this once, true. and mm. and maybe you might get the odd episode repeated. But and even if you did, it would be about a year apart. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's not like in the old days in the forties and fifties where you had the Republic serials at the cinema, and it quite blatantly you you, yeah. you can see the because it's you, only a yeah. week. that <laughs> you're being lied to. Yeah, but I was going to say, Aurax prediction abilities. I thought we'll hold off on that until we do our yes. InSaw Junior episode okay
1: yeah because a few things to say on that isn't
0: there I yeah think. most definitely and it's obvious that there has been some time has passed because we next we see jenna and callie and they're in their natty new outfits yep as well um not very convincingly servicing the teleport bay uh, yeah
1: that it sort of poking the bracelets in the uh in the perspex panel with that weird it, whatever that's meant to be. The the Blake equivalent of the Sonic Screwdriver, I imagine.
0: It's funny, you've just reminded yeah. me, I mean, I, I was watching an episode this morning and something, you know, doing the research for this show is, you know, how many episodes in the teleport bay when somebody is teleported, there are no, never the same buttons pressed twice. It's all a. No. And then pull those little rod things. You
1: know? Yeah, they, I don't think anyone anyone did sort of a, a William Hartnell and, and memorized the controls, did they? So, no. Everyone, everyone does something different.
0: Yeah, but it, this is a bit jarring because you see Jenna and Callie and they're in the teleport bay and that's done on film. And yeah. then you switch to Gann and Villa and they're wor- working in the. Or is it the other way around? No, I think that's on video. No, they're, so,
1: on, they're on video and then it switches to Gann and Villa and they're on film.
0: Everything so, in that sub control room is yeah. always done on film for some reason.
1: Well, I think because they've got the spark in ah. Snake thing. So, I, again, I think I, I know there's, there's ludicrous, uh, or there was then, ludicrous restrictions on what you could do with water, electric, fire. Mm. So, anything that required them would normally have to go to somewhere like Elstree and mm. go on to film. Mm. Um, and I imagine this is the case for this. Um, there's some nice. Nice new corridors, aren't they, that you see in on film? Yeah, <laughs> and, and they've never rejigged... Uh,
0: yeah, I'm going to put it on the Facebook page, but they've rejigged a bit of the flight deck as well. There's bits changed, there's yeah. bits missing, and the lighting is slightly different as well. <clears>
1: um, <clears throat> Weirdly <throat> weird as well, watching these episodes out of order as we're doing for the research for this, researching quotes, um, I noticed that the the auxiliary uh engine bay control room whatever you want to call it has got the london restraint hexagonal restraints stuck to the wall
0: you noticed you know, that as well did yeah, you? yeah oh did you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like
1: well I, li- I like me a hexagon you know I, they, they mm. stick out um but yeah i saw them and i thought oh they've obviously just gone to the the prop room and had them laying about I thought yeah we just you know glue them to the wall
0: yeah Again, you're not meant to remember something no, no. that happened over a year before.
1: And to be fair, if we were watching it, even if you were binge watching them, you probably wouldn't remember that. It's only the fact that, it's you know, I literally watched that episode last week and then yeah. watched this episode. And went, ah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, Blake's still bickering with Aurac when Avon comes in. And uh, we get a brilliant scene between them, which I'll play the clip of now. It, it's quite a lengthy clip, but it's so darn good. It I couldn't is. actually, listening to it, find any break point and go, all right, that's enough. So uh, It's, it's we'll... worth
1: having it in its entirety, isn't it? Its so, quality. Yes,
0: yeah, so let's go and do that now. Slow or fast, it will still look the same. How long have you been
3: there? I was here when you came in. Why didn't you speak? I had nothing in particular to say. Besides, you looked as though you were planning something you didn't want the rest of us to know about. Aurak's prediction still hasn't come into effect. I am trying to find some reason why he was wrong. Have you found what you want? No. That's because you're looking for the wrong things. What exactly does that mean? It's a common enough failing. Now, if you've finished with Zen, I'd quite like to get on. We have a malfunction on the intermediate range sensors. I need to check the systems. Leave it! If I've missed something, I want to know what it is now, Ava. Well, now all you had to do was ask. Zen, replay, half speed. Confirmed. Stop. All right, reverse to the instant before the explosion. freeze it there. All the reassurance you could want. Do you think you could forget your superiority complex, remote and get on with it? All right. But first of all, let us examine the nature of prediction. The human mind is capable of seeing into the short-range future with reasonable accuracy. For example, imagine that you are standing on the edge of a cliff. As long as you're not standing behind me. There are a number of alternative futures. You could take a pace forward and plunge to your death. The cliff could crumble under your feet. With the same result, a gust of wind could carry you over. All right, all right, yes, but the probability is that I would turn around and walk away again. Exactly. You have just made a prediction based on the known facts. A computer works on precisely the same principle. But all you're saying is that prediction is not immutable fact. Right. If you hadn't gone near the cliff in the first place, you wouldn't have had to face any of the inherent dangers. So? Zen selective magnification show us the background confirmed look at it blake look at the configuration of the stars that position is unique in the universe
4: oh of course zen can give us a precise astral fix and tell us exactly where the event is supposed to have happened
3: congratulations all right where is it it's in the 12th sector astro.781 what
4: well that's halfway across the galaxy Now, if we make sure that we never go into that area, then the prediction becomes void. I'll tell the others. Uh, how long have you known?
3: Oh, several hours. And you just let the others go and worry? Well, all they had to do was ask. Perhaps in future, they won't rely on you to provide
0: all the answers. Right, after that brilliant (coughs) dialogue, I love Avon's glare when Blake orders him to leave it. Yeah. He is staring daggers at Blake there, he really is.
1: Yeah, he's not happy, not happy. Mm.
0: So they play the uh, footage of the blowing up Liberator back at half speed. You're a model maker. When you see that on the screen, is that an airfix part? There's something that looks like a fuel tank or something, Yeah, slowly spiralling away at the bottom of the picture.
1: Yeah, because they showed this clip several times, so it's so obvious. And it looks like a fuel tank or a drop tank or... Mm. Something like that, off of off of an Airfix kit, but I can't work out where it's meant to be on the Liberator.
0: No, I obviously they didn't blow the Liberator up. It's it, no. it's the it's the photo substitution thing, isn't it? They did yes. on Space yeah. Nineteen Ninety Nine a lot, and I'm guessing for the explosion they just got a bit of old, yeah, yeah. You know, rummaged through the kit parts, packaged it together, and blew up a box basically to give you an explosion yeah, with so bits flying bits... out of it. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite fit with. Uh... The, the liberator we know and love does it. Mm.
0: I also love in this uh, dialogue sequence uh, the bit Avon's pause after Blake said, "As long as you're not standing behind me," when he's talking about the cliff edge. Yes. And Avon's got this pause as if he's mentally, you know, reacting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's
1: he's working out. I I mean, Avon is superb anyway, but he's really good in this episode. Paul Darrow is he's just spot on, isn't he? I mm. I've been um. Uh, doing the research for this my uh my wife annis she never really liked blake seven for various reasons and uh we watched spaceful when it was on and she was doing something else and she sort of said at the end of it you yeah, know that was okay that was okay and then we she asked if we could she could watch the next episode which is cygnus alpha so we watched that and sort of halfway through she said uh this avon guy's good isn't he <laughs> It was like yeah can't argue with that
0: he is. He's brilliant, and yeah, All he's the on, women I, love him. Yeah. yeah, and there's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. I mean, my 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 wife as well. You know, um, yeah. He's. I think she's a bit smitten.
1: But you, you know, know, if if we treated them like Avon would treat them, oh, we, <laughs> yeah, we we would be living in a doghouse, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, I'm, we've talked about this before. If somebody yeah. actually was like that, you wouldn't share a spaceship with them. No. You, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have anything to do with them. It's, it's like Sheldon in Big in Brother. Browns. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah Sh- not...
0: Sheldon in Big Brother would, would live yeah. alone. You know, yes. there's, there's no way anyone would tolerate that, you know? No,
1: no. Uh, one other thing I think we also mentioned, after mentioning everyone else's uh, change of clothes, is uh, Avon's natty leather costume.
0: See, that's part of the appeal as well, what you're saying yeah. there, Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> I, must admit, I looked at it and I think, shall I make one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, stick with your blue leotard. You just, yeah, you, no, that would be, yeah.
1: It's you, riding up a bit.
0: It's not good. No, you've just got to break it in, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think so.
0: Okay. All right, they're suddenly attacked by what Zen says are beams from two neutron blasters. And watching that again now, it's like, well, that's a good clue as to who's attacking. I, I can't think anybody else of having neutron blasters apart from the Liberator up until yeah. now.
1: I mean, there's a that this whole sequence. I again, we're watching it as viewers, and the model footage wouldn't have been there. That when the actors were looking at the screen, they wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be looking at the footage. But the the ships are so obviously the same, made by the same people as the Liberator. Mm. They look like they're made out of bits of Liberator. The fact that they're going, oh, are they Federation? Oh, Then said, "There's not Federation." It, what, they should immediately go. Oh, <laughs> that looks mm. like the Liberator.
0: Yeah. And Zen says he doesn't recognise them. Now there's this evasiveness in Zen in the in the yes. first season and a bit in the second season, and it does it does make you think maybe there's something in his programming. He knows what it is, but he's yeah. not allowed to say what it is.
1: Well, that's what I like about Zen is the fact that he's he, you're not entirely sure he's on their side. He's you know it, mm. it, it, I I sometimes feel that he think he feel he thinks these are just parasites. You know, what I mean they're like fleas on him. It's like He's helping them, but he's not really. He's...
0: They're like temporary residents, basically, yeah. aren't they? He's That's tolerating he's not... them. Yeah, yeah he's it not, drops he's away not... towards the end, but but yeah, it definitely. We're, we're going to have a Zen and Liberator episode where we'll talk yeah. about that more. I like, but yeah, I
1: like Zen. He's a good good character. Oh. Um, the other the other interesting thing that um, and you your behind the scenes might know about this is I was watching it and you know the the, the scene where the pursuit ships are chasing the liberator through the atmosphere are you
0: going to talk about dirt in the gate
1: no no i mean i expect that from the film footage anyway well, but right. the, the 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 liberator the the uh, green uh, ball at the end mm-hmm. it looks more cross-hatched than stripes on it now i, what, I don't I'd... know whether that's because it's clear and you're seeing the other side stripes but it, you see this shot a few times and it looks crosshatched and i i thinking i wonder if this is just a That the guy that made the model hadn't seen the original or
0: i don't know i hadn't noticed that I'll, I'll i'll have to go back and have a look
1: yeah it sort of jumped out at me i rewound it and thought yeah that's i can't tell whether that's you know it's it's too clear and you're seeing through the ball but to me it looks like it's instead of just being stripes it's cross hatching which is probably, probably very boring for everyone listening, but for model makers, that's sort of <laughs> yeah. that's big things.
0: Do you think it might be a thing, I mean, if if you see, like, yeah, you know, sometimes some on someone's clothing where they've got a herringbone pattern, that's something to do with the video footage or, or yeah, the camera. I mean, you, it, you get a shimmer to it, don't you? It,
1: it could be. It could be something like that, but it looks a bit too clear. Um, oh, I have but, to go yeah, back a little bit of research for you, so you'll have to watch the episode again. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, I thought you was going to say dirt in the gate, because, no, yeah, that, there's yeah, that, there's a couple of shots when the, the chase craft are, are shooting at the Liberator. It's it's mucky as anything, and you don't yeah. get that any other time in Blake 7, but there was definitely hair in the gate when they were filming that for some That's reason. It. Well,
1: I, I imagine it was filmed, you know, because the model shots would have been filmed very rough and ready, I would have thought, knowing the way the BBC does stuff. Um, so, yeah, I imagine they filmed it, probably didn't notice till it's being mm. printed up, and it's too late then, isn't it?
0: yeah. But during this sequence, I mean, the Liberator is, is trying to escape them and it's trying to skim the atmosphere of a planet to lose them. And yeah. the chase Crafter travelling at standby 12, which Avon says is impossible. Um, and next we get Villa again. Villa actually coming up with a good idea. And it's what we've talked about before with Villa that maybe it's all a pretense that he's yeah. a bit, you know, dumb. And cowardly, because he's the one who comes up with the idea of uh, firing a couple of tracers off.
1: Yeah. I wasn't sure whether this was, whether the tracers were something we've seen before, or whether this is just, you know, a different word for the neutron blasters, or I'm not entirely sure what they were. But yeah, he's he's the one that comes up with it.
4: Sin, identify the hostiles.
2: 42 seconds. Sin... <laughs> The
3: information must be bypassing the translator system.
2: 35 seconds. So
3: let me launch a couple of seekers before they fire. It might throw their attack run. Go ahead. Firing. One and two. Now. Come
4: on, come on. They won't fire. The fail-safes
3: keep cutting in. Override them.
2: 20 seconds.
3: The whole system is locked into negative. Blake, that
0: firepower will be blasted to pieces.
2: Hostiles closing fast. 13 seconds to a range.
0: Haven, stand by the force hall. Yeah, because you certainly don't get a, a special effects sequence to see no. what these tracers are or where they go. But it, it, it wouldn't have mattered because it doesn't work. The tracers don't no. work. The force wall doesn't activate either.
1: Yeah, the fo- and again, it, it, this episode does show up the, the stupid placement of the force wall activation <laughs> switch.
0: It's like the communication button as well. It's round the other yeah. side of the settee, isn't it? It's, yeah, it couldn't, it's... it couldn't be actually on one of the control panels.
1: It's uh, it makes for good movement in the scene, but it doesn't it doesn't sort of uh, bode well for the designers uh, of this ship.
0: (laughs) Maybe it was a last minute, you know, thought. You know, I don't know.
1: Or perhaps you can do you can control it from the uh, the flight deck seats, but they just haven't bothered learning that bit.
0: Well, it makes it more dramatic if Paul Darrow's yeah. got to run around in that in in that way that he does to then yes. press the button. Yeah. It makes it more from a more dramatic moment rather than somebody just leaning forward and pressing yeah. a button.
1: Yeah, because we do get a lot of switch presses in Blake Seven, don't we? We do over we the do. weeks. We we should you should have that as a tally.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's too late switch now. Switch
1: tally. Yeah. Oh, you'd go mad. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Well, they're going at full speed as the chase craft open fire. We get nice close-ups of the Liberators' hull as the shots hit home. Um, and they all pass out, but when they come yes. to, they seem to have lost them, but they find they're stuck on full speed and are blind as well.
1: Yeah, they. you're not entirely sure how much time has passed uh, in this, um, because they, again, we're talking about, they, they say they travelled halfway across the galaxy. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem to take very long.
0: No. Now, I the thing, they're saying we travelled halfway across yeah. the galaxy, this is something that has occurred to me this time as well, is the chase craft are obviously out there looking for the Liberator. Yeah. And they have finally found the Liberator. Presumably, they've been looking for the Liberator ever since episode two of this TV show. And it's taken a long time to find them, but find them they do. But they never seem to in, have been encountered by the Federation. The Federation haven't stopped them at all or anything.
1: Well, we don't, we don't know. They might have and just got destroyed straight away.
0: Yeah but surely then Servalan would know oh there's reports of these ah, tiny little ships. It,
1: they would blame it on Blake, wouldn't they? Cuz she oh, says in one of the episodes that er, the slightest thing is blamed on Blake. Yeah. So that's I imagine true. yeah she's prob- Could be. probably in in a in a, a big file of things that we blame on Blake. There probably I reckon there is a there's one of these where they've they've met the federation. Cuz right. otherwise they're really lucky aren't they that they've come into this <laughs> side of the galaxy. But again, this them. is yeah, we I, I don't want to be Terry Nation bashing. I like Terry Nation. I don't want people to think I don't like his stuff. But as I've said before, he is in in the nicest possible way and without any detriment to his abilities, he is a hack writer in that mm. he can hack a script out of nothing, but he tends to he tends to have tropes and he tends to have things he does and he's he does this in with Doctor Who and her. he's he's no real understanding of what the difference between a, a solar system, a galaxy, a universe—he mm. uses them all very interchangeably—and uh, yeah, this this is—I mean, to, to be fair, the original Star Trek series did as well. Mm. Um, but this is, yeah, it, it jars in this one because they make such a play of the fact that the 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 star pattern that Avon works out in his smug way—that's where the Liberator blows up is halfway across a galaxy so why would we ever go there mm. you know mm. it's mm. it jars mm. a little bit
0: something else that's occurred to me um looking at it you know with podcasting eyes is this notion the chase craft have found the liberator yeah. now a lot of this will save as i say for the liberator episode but presumably the chase craft find the liberator and they know that the original crew aren't on the liberator through some sort of contact in Zen.
1: Yeah, you know, because the because we find out that that all of the computers for the system are interlinked. Hmm. So is Zen still linked to it?
0: Well, that's and what I'm, I'm thinking, saying. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he must do because they that they, they know what? there's people on board. That Why didn't they just
1: switch there? him off though, or overrule him, or control him? It, I'm not sure. I don't know. Unless Zen himself has... They've tried to do that, and that's why he's not very helpful. He's sort of shut himself down. I don't. Know, it's, it's.
0: But also Avon, we know by this point, has been having has tinkered, yeah, as, as tinkered. So it could be in his tinkering, he's actually managed to disconnect something or other.
1: Yeah, it could could be that he's he's disconnected external influence, mm. um, especially because. Aurac is so unusual in I mean it's it's commonplace now, you know, any computer with Wi Fi. But Aurac is it's unusual. It's the only computer that can talk to any computer that has a Tariel cell in it. Mm. So whether after researching Aurac and looking at Orac, I mean Avon might have seen that as a weakness in Zen and and mm. cut, you know, unplugged his uh, USB Wi Fi dongle.
0: See, but that that, that 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 doesn't hold up to much thought either because every computer in the galaxy has a tariel cell tarial cells were made by humans yeah. but the system has tariel cells yeah so yeah
1: like, orak does he manages to to he manages to influence it the system. doesn't
0: he yeah so though that th- we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit but yes. the, the, the three planets that the system controls must have in some way have had federation influence or earth type you know influence oh, to have tariel you know. cells there
1: well, I'm sure, and again, I, uh, until we come across the episode that where Villa says it, I'm sure, doesn't Villa say that there are no aliens, that everyone is descended from Earth? So, yeah. is the are the three planets of the system, are they uh, an old Earth colony? In which case, if computers were had tarry cells before the split up, yeah, so it could be, possibly. Uh, yeah, but I don't Explain like why that, everyone but... looks human.
0: Yeah, but I don't like that, because then it makes the, the Liberator and the alters and the system humans uh, uh, have a human yeah. connection I, I like the idea that liberator is alien
1: yeah but the, the problem with this episode i mean I, I can remember when i first saw this in what was it been 78 something like that
0: 79?
1: 79 79 uh and even then i was disappointed that mm. that they they weren't alien enough yeah well we're going to were... be talking
0: yeah, about yeah. that
1: very soon right. so so we? so it could yeah I so it, I don't know there's no there's no real sensible get out of jail free answer to this is there whichever way you turn there's something's not going to quite fit this jigsaw no, no, almost no. as if this wasn't what they had planned <laughs> when they when they invented the liberator
0: all right well let's save that for a little bit yeah. later on okay right Callie she helps Avon repair things and Avon says that the attack should have been worse.
2: What can I do?
3: Strip down the auto-navigator, remove the damaged components and list them for replacement.
2: This is going to take time. It could have been worse.
3: It should have been worse. What do you mean? Something Blake said. Those ships should have been able to knock us out completely, why didn't they?
2: There could be many reasons.
3: I have considered all of them. Only one is satisfactory. which is that? They didn't want to destroy us.
2: But it was a full-scale attack.
3: Was it? Their first attack knocked out our weaponry system. The second run knocked out virtually every instrument system. Right now, Liberator is out of control. At least, out of our control.
2: You think all this was intentional? And we're not running on a random course?
3: Oh, I think we're going somewhere quite particular.
1: Yeah, Avon's already working this out, isn't he? That that this isn't—it's a bit like the the Star Wars. It was too easy. Escape from <laughs> the Death Star, and it. Uh, yeah, Avon's already worked this out. That that it's not progressing as a normal attack should. Mm. You know, he's a quick lad.
0: He is a quick lad. Um, we cut to a panning shot through space, which reveals space world, um, which is I I, I like this. Model. It's got a nice blobby design with all the lit windows to suggest the scale. Um, have you ever seen a photo of it? You know, just you know, on a workbench, because I've never seen a photo of it no. alongside anything to give a a sense of scale as to just how big the model is.
1: Yeah, I mean, it must must be a fairly big size, but I don't think it's huge because when they do when they zoom in close to the the spheres, they don't look that detailed. No, I don't think. um I, Also, it's difficult in the episode to judge what shape it is how how deep it is Mm. because a lot of shots it just looks like almost a wheel in space doesn't it with yes the the spokes um, spokes yeah and then there's one shot where you it's you see it start to turn slightly you think oh this is quite a deep ship
0: yeah i always thought of it because the liberator flies in through that central hole a bit like the doomsday machine in star trek you know this long tube which just happens to have spheres going around, as you say, on spokes yeah. all the way down. Maybe there was far more meant to be than what we actually saw. And we just saw the front of it, basically.
1: Yeah, well, perhaps they filmed a lot more, and that was even hairier footage. Yes. <laughs> was, <you> know, <laughs> they thought, oh, we can't show that. I'm I assuming, a, as, a, uh, as a child viewing it, I say child, what, I've been about 10, 12, um, I always thought it was um, like the uh, Magrathian gateway that the, when the liberator went in, it went into almost a different dimension. Mm. I know they don't mention that at all in the episode, but that's what my my little childy brain filled in.
0: Oh, so yeah, so so the rubbish, you know, flight yeah, simulator the, thing could be like a Stargate, really. yes yeah, the BBC's what, what version thought, of two thousand and one yeah. Stargate.
1: And I think it, <laughs> it's it's possibly because. The the TV version of Hitchhiker had similar sort of footage. I know it was a, a few years later, but had similar sort of footage when they went through the Magrathian uh, sort of dimension gate. So yeah, I I always thought it was that, and they weren't actually that the that the worlds were inside that, you know, or in a different dimension. That that was just the gateway. Yeah, to
0: it. it's a gateway. It yeah. works better like that, I think.
1: Yeah, it, it it I think it makes a bit more sense, but. They, obviously, that they don't mention that at all in the episode, so...
0: No, no. All <laughs> right, well, we go inside and we get our first look at the altars.
2: Acknowledged. The pursuit craft have made contact... And have initiated all programmed functions assemble the assault group and prepare for transference acknowledged
0: now where to start on this um yes i mean we're um, we're, we're, we're just about to find out that these are the creators of the liberator so does the, anything that we're seeing here in this control room tally with anything that we've seen no. on board the liberator and Do the answer is no <laughs> yeah
1: I, i've got this written down on my note in front of me that the the, the Nothing, <clears throat> pardon me. Nothing in this control room is anywhere near as advanced as the Liberator, and doesn't even look like it designed. Although, to be fair, there's a couple of hexagons on the wall. <laughs> so that's it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, it's it sort of, a, like i say, say, annoyed me a bit as a kid because I was, because ex- when you're you're watching season one, and as a you know, as a young kid, you build up this idea. Of what what were these creatures that invented this amazing ship? What would they be like? And when you finally see them and it's like, it's two women in very, very tight leotards um, speaking in that sort of cliche robot way yeah. and some black clad guards with ticoses on their head. It's not, yeah. it's not impressive, is it? I don't think.
0: I think the set would have been better uh, for this control room would have been better if it wasn't all white and it wasn't so brightly lit
1: yeah it, if there i mean were it's elements very, the direction's fl- very flat yeah in these it is shots.
0: it is i mean you say the guards i i think i quite like the outfits i mean you know they're all in black and silver which is kind of matching you know the liberators guns uh yeah. somewhat but no that the, the the set oh and and it's got sofas did you notice there's sofas yes. just sat yeah, around the, the, what, what are the sofas well, for
1: well because those outfits they're wearing ain't got much padding in
0: Oh, I suppose. You
1: know, I, 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 I've, uh, I was going to say, you, have you ever sat in a hard chair in just a, a leotard?
0: Well, I am now. What
1: a strange question! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, your your bum goes numb very quickly.
0: It is um, numb. We might need a break yeah. in a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that that sort of struck me watching it this time is obviously the 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 two women playing the altars. They're they're very thin, very very. Yeah. Small ladies, so they have to push the uh, the wrist bracelet up to their past their yeah. elbow, sort of thing. And it? it's I have all the guards wearing them on their their wrists.
0: They uh, practically got them on their biceps to hold yeah, them in place. Yeah. yeah, otherwise
1: they probably would have fell off. I suppose.
0: Oh dear. I mean, yeah. I in season three we have a story called Ultra World, which is similar. Yeah. You know, where the Liberator is captured by this immense artificial planet, and it would have been. I think a bit better in this story if it wasn't the creators of the Liberator. If we never ever found out, if that had just been a mystery all the way along because what we do see is pretty duff. I mean... Yeah, I I
2: agree
1: 100%. I don't think they should have done this storyline. If they had done this storyline, I don't think they should have done it so quickly Um, because it does... It tarnishes the Liberator by association that it goes from this magical craft that's so alien it's almost as if like the film alien is if you would have found out that the eggs have been created by a soppy android that's how bad you've obviously yes. never seen covenant have you
0: <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about blue aliens then as well well yeah 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 yeah, yeah those engineers were blue, weren't they? I don't That's think you should true, have aliens yeah. that are blue. Maybe this That's, is the problem. Yeah,
1: because because the yeah the alters are wearing lovely pale blue uh, leotards. They're not. Are they leotards?
0: They are. I'm, I mean, yeah. June Hudson on that yeah. uh, on that documentary, she says about yeah. you know it, it it was a brand new material back then. Yeah. You know these uh, these like um, leotard things, lycra leotards. Yeah. And well,
1: as a as a someone that that makes costumes and that obviously probably most people wouldn't notice, but it annoyed me as well when when they they hold out their hand and you can see the cuffs and you can see that they've used zigzag stitch on the cuffs, yes. <laughs> and that annoyed me for some reason. I thought that's not very alien.
0: Oh, oh it, it's just it's such a disappointment. I mean, it's yeah. bad enough that you've got and light blue. It's bad enough that it's a leotard, yeah. but it's light blue, and then you've got clear plastic bits on top. Yeah.
1: Like Pacamax that have been cut up that they're yeah. wearing, or shower curtains.
0: I saw somewhere that they were actually meant to be encased in more of this clear plastic, but there was yeah. a problem with it keep on fogging up. Yeah. So they, they cut it back and back and back. Oh, it's just uh, it's just such a disappointment. I tell you what, I'm reminded of with this with this set and with these altars and their costumes is the Tomorrow People this is an alien you would see in the tomorrow people
1: exactly or it has to be said even though i love it space 1999 season one these are the sort of aliens we did see in Mm. that um i see i can i can fix all these problems with one line of script that wouldn't have cost them a penny just have blake say you're human and they say we're pan-dimensional this is what we appear like to you
0: Oh, so your it's eyes solved. can accept us. Yes.
1: Exactly. Everything's solved.
0: Yeah, yeah. But no. I tell you what. Something you just said earlier about we see them too soon. I, I was just thinking. You know, wouldn't it been terrific if this story never happened? But at the end of Star One, the system come along to actually defend our galaxy against the Andromedans.
1: Yeah. Or I... that the Andromedans were the system. They were the. Liber- and you get a fleet of liberators hove into view.
0: Ooh, How impressive
1: see, would that have been.
0: That would have been even better. Yeah. Right, we need a time machine and go back and talk to Terry. Yeah,
1: yeah say Terry mate, Terry, got a better idea for you.
0: Yeah. Don't I mean, bring
1: in the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not gonna work. I was that's the word I was just about to use. Yeah. That you say about the robot voices, their whole acknowledged thing is very Dalek like, isn't it? Yeah. It's
1: it's that nineteen seventies BBC yeah. alien voice, isn't it?
0: I mean, as jarring as everything that we're seeing, uh, the the cap to all this jarringness is what is with that almost carry-on music? When Alter One sits down, yeah. you've, you, you've got this music, it's like Jim Dale has just seen Barbara Windsor or something when she sits down. Why on yeah. earth are they playing this carry-on type, you know, Dolly Bird music?
1: I think I th- I think you're exact. That's exactly why, because the shot is her sitting down. It's of get her backside. Lo- yeah, you get a lovely shot of her bottom spreading it's as nicely crass in her that. Do you really
0: think yeah. so? I's like oh yep. oh, I- Dudley, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> but Can you imagine? Yeah, poor Dudley sat there watching it, doing, and he thinks, oh, how can I do it? different? Oh, dun, 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 carry on music. Yeah, <laughs> I think you- I think I think it might be just as simple as that. Oh
0: no, well, something for the dads. Oh, yeah, dear idea. Oh, <laughs> Well, right, let's well,
1: face it, that's why they're in leotards, isn't it?
0: Really. Well, it doesn't do anything for me.
1: <laughs> I'm saying nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you haven't seen me in my one. <laughs> that's
1: true. Yeah. Oh, is that what you mean? It doesn't do anything? Oh, right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no, in Both <laughs> senses. All right. Well, Blake, he's got trouble in sub-control room four where that yes. cable has come to life. That's a really good moment. I like that cable. I like the way they've done it.
1: Yeah. Whenever... Whenever Blake Seven goes on to film, um, the shots always improve.
0: Yeah.
1: Isn't it? Because it's single camera work, so they have to do different shots, different light. It always looks amazing. And yeah, I quite. I, the whole sequence, right up to when Avon comes in, I. Yeah, I think it's a nice sequence. We should have seen more of this sort of thing on the Liberator, I think. Yeah. To, to the flesh thing, out the ship a bit.
0: The thing that lets it down, though, is, you, you know, this sub control room for su- some. Parts of it have got technology that fits with the rest of the Liberator's design. But very often in this show, you've got other parts which are very 70s solenoids and resistors yeah. and relays. Well, one,
1: one panel in this is obviously a, a, a graphic equalizer because it's still got like the treble clef symbol <laughs> underneath the slider. I mean, is this is this the, the Liberator hi-fi controls? Yeah. and it could and- be. We don't know. We don't know.
0: Some of those relays, I, I, I did television servicing, and some of those relays yeah. I've seen before. Some of those panels yeah. of resistors I've seen before. It's not very alien like.
1: Yeah, well, perhaps it shouldn't have been called Redemption this episode. It should have been called Rediffusion.
0: Brilliant line. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right, well, Jenna, she finds the teleport controls are setting themselves.
1: Yes, they're on a right old go, aren't they? They Do you are. Know what, Ma- though? I, I, I watch this, and. It's a very simple shot, but it must have took them ages to work out how to do it, to get them to them. You know, because they must have they must have had to drill wires uh, holes below, folk up some wires. There's someone under the table, isn't there? Moving exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, so even a simple shot like that must have took a fair bit of effort and money Mm. for the B, you know, for the BBC at the time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Up on the flight deck. Avon is figuring it out properly now, isn't he? That's strange.
3: I thought so. Zen is functioning. The computers are working, but not for us.
2: Avon, there's something wrong in the teleport section. All the controls are activating. Are you sure? The locators are setting bearings. Come and see.
3: No. No one is to go near that section until we have Zen under control. Why? I think I know what's happening now. The teleport section will be the most dangerous area on the ship. When it happens, that is where it will start.
2: When what happens? What are you talking about?
3: If I'm right, this will show it.
2: It's rejecting the replacement.
3: It's more fundamental than that. We are the cause. It is rejecting us.
1: Yeah, he's he's twigged what's happening, hasn't he? He's uh, he's not bothering telling anyone else. He's, he's being very cryptic, isn't he, about it?
0: Yeah. Once he's figured it out, though, Blake orders Avon down to his sub-control room. And and I love, again, we keep talking about the clunkiness of future technology in this show. I love his clockwork bomb that he comes up yeah. with.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. With, uh, with, with a cooker timer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with an egg timer thing. It's like... It... I used to... Funny enough, I when I was a kid my mum had a an egg timer like that, you know, that, that did that backwards forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards yeah. TikTok me. And I used to play with it for ages, pretending that was a bomb control, so
0: You could blow terminal up with that, couldn't I you? I could, yeah. 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 Or make a
1: nice egg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, after Avon saves Blake, they all go back to the bridge. Where did that plastic table and chairs come from?
1: Do you know what? I I had that written down as well. Where did the <laughs> table come from?
0: Never um, seen that before. Yeah, it,
1: I unless when they were off fighting for their lives, Gan and Villa uh, decided to make afternoon tea or something and went and got the picnic table. Uh,
0: right? Yes. I maybe. But,
1: yeah. Although, because yes, it's, it's definitely not been there because they often go down that side. Yes. Don't they? They often walk round up, and it wasn't there before.
0: It's where we when we were talking about the Raker episode. You know, that's roughly where yeah. this hatch was going to be. This airlock was going to be.
1: Yeah, so they've but, covered up the airlock. They're using the airlock to store their picnic equipment.
0: Oh, is that, is that obvious, the picnic yeah. area then? Yeah, right. I think so. All right. Gan, meanwhile, he's in the teleport room and, and he's nabbed by the folk teleporting aboard. We don't really see them. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's weirdly um weirdly shot isn't it weirdly edited that little sequence
0: i was going to say but also it's a weird angle we never usually yeah. see this wall because this is usually where the camera is we ne- yeah. we've never seen this archway and little uh window
1: uh, and not leading you sort of it. yeah you, on any on, on a lot of shows like this when you see something new you think oh something's going to happen because they they, mm. they it's like directors come in don't they and they go yeah, we'll have a wall there yeah. there isn't one don't matter <laughs>
0: I think the reason they've done it is because shortly after this, Villa's gone missing. And yeah. uh, when Callie's calling him, the camera pans across this new wall. And and we see some blood on the wall. Yeah. Which is a bit excessive for Blake 7, I thought, to see blood all, on the wall like that.
1: Yeah, it's also... Because you see Villa a bit later on, he's got a, a bit of a cut. and But it's it's there purely to create a bum bum bam type mm. moment, isn't it? It's mm. a bit melodramatic. But yeah um we don't normally see blood at all do we
0: no no and that's a lot of blood you know and it's quite high up it's as if you know someone's had their head cracked open or something
1: well you know what it's like if you cut your forehead always bleeds
3: Mm. a lot yeah
0: maybe maybe all right back on the bridge blake avon and jenna have figured out who's behind it all
3: i think the attack ships did exactly what they intended they knocked out our manual control systems
2: Their blaster strike would have to be enormously accurate to cause selective damage.
3: It could be done if they knew the vulnerable points.
2: All right, but how could their computers override Zen?
3: There's a command code programmed into every system. Key that code and the computers will only respond to orders from source.
2: But who would know the code that operates Zen?
3: It's obvious, isn't it?
2: The people who built the Liberator.
4: Let's
0: take him back what's theirs. Redemption. And uh, we, we get Blake saying res- redemption. Yes.
1: Now, because we talked about this the other day, so I went and looked this up. I'm uh, glad you a, have, because so have yeah. I.
0: I've got it written in front yeah. of me as well. Excellent. Go
1: on. Um, let me find mine. So I've got uh, the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. Don't think that sort of works, does it? Right. The action of regaining or gaining possession of something something in, in exchange, exchange for, payment. for payment. Or clearing, or a, clearing
0: debt. a debt. You and I yeah. would use Google. <laughs> yes. Google. Oh, yeah. What what's he talking about? In what way is this word suitable?
1: Yeah, in no way whatsoever. Repossession? That would have been that, you know Well, they gained possession of it. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Also, isn't this a bit like Someone that's stolen your TV from your house, being annoyed that you come and get it back. <laughs> it know, is, isn't stole... it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're in possession of stolen goods.
1: Yeah. It's almost and... like this crew of a bunch of criminals.
0: At no, <laughs> because at no point does Blake go. All right, fair enough. Thanks for the yeah. use of. Have you exactly. got a little shuttle or something we can use it? You can have it back. You know, yeah, fair. Yeah, he, does, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't. Because I thought, because you know what Blake's like, he likes to, he likes to sort of talk to people and that. But I thought there would be a scene where that was sort of he sort of saying, you know, can we, you know, yeah, it's yours, we found it, can we we use it? it? We've got this terrible Federation. We could actually use your help. Blah blah blah. No, nothing. He just goes in strong arm straight away, being uh, how what right have you got to do this? Well, every right, Um, mate.
0: That is perfect. I hadn't considered that that Blake might say, "Look, we need your help. You can yeah. help us fight it because if you don't, the federation are finally going to come for you sooner or yeah. later."
1: He he immediately goes on the your computer controlled therefore evil. He do yeah, I he he could have had a big ally there, could not
0: he? Mm. mm. Yeah. This is another I, bit of fan fiction. Go in yeah, another I think direction. So. I
1: Ironically, given what he's wearing, he didn't have another idea up his sleeve, did he?
0: <laughs> oh, you're on form today. Hey, it's all that, it's all that,
1: that controller. Yeah.
0: It's the, no, it's the blue leotard. It's obviously you know, true, channeling yeah. your humour. Yeah. Right, so Blake orders Orak to sever whatever's controlling Zen, and that's when the alters come in. Um, and as you say, Blake demands to know from all to one what yeah. is going on, and he gets a taste of the pain gun.
1: He does. Doesn't like it, does he?
2: The repair circuit's working. Zen too. Another few minutes and we'll be fully operational. Zen! You will all remain under guard until docking is complete. Orders must be obeyed instantly. Failure will result in punishment.
4: Where are the rest of my crew? But well, at least tell us if they're alive.
2: You will remain silent. That
4: is an order. I accept that we are your prisoners, but I demand to know what has happened to my crew. Force level three. Uh. All malfunctions have now been rectified. Systems are fully operational.
2: Lock on the docking flight path.
0: Confirm. Release. I love that pain gun. I always think when I see that, I always think of that uh, Matt Irving uh, um, on, on one of the extras when he, he, he switches it on and he says, you know, um, the old one was full of all relays, and they would go click, 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 yeah. click, click. I can totally hear that when that's yeah. going. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's a nice... Uh, I imagine it, it presumably gets used in lots of other programs, that that particular mm. sequence of like... lights going up and down.
0: See, this is what I'm saying. That, mm. that The guard matches the technology of the weapons, and here we've got, you know, a, a variation... Of the liberator's weapon, yeah. and you've got this plane gun, and and that that matches the guard matches and the weapon matches. Nothing else matches.
1: No, I I think they could have. It would have been in, sort of nice if the the guards would have had liberator guns, and that's another setting on it that they hmm. didn't realise that you can you know you can hold it against someone's neck and and shock them. So that would uh, have been good as but yeah, well. the yeah I think that would have been quite nice to show it's again they've not really put much effort into tying the fact that the liberator is theirs so therefore assuming the liberator isn't like a their equivalent of a biplane which we i doubt because they're still using another liberator or you know deep space vehicle uh it nothing yeah it doesn't it doesn't fit well
0: no because for, for for all we know, all to one here, that that could be her ship. She yeah. could be the captain of that ship and she's finally got it back. Yeah,
1: she could go down and say, what have you done with all my gold and my outfits? That's the
0: You've other thing. You've redecorated, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, the, the other thing that... So uh, early on, they they look around the liberator and they find they find the room full of gold. They find the room full of outfits. And then for season one, they have the my my favourite outfits, which are the the Pacamac, Anarax.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, which I've made a few in my time. They I like them. They're really the good. colour coded ones. Colour coded, yeah. yeah. So why are the why is no one wearing those on the system?
0: See, I'm saving. I'm saving this for our special Liberator episode uh-huh. because there are theories as to what's going on there. Oh really? right. Okay. All right. So the Liberator docks at Space World. Now that's an okay effect shot as it flies in, but then, as I say, we get this rubbish stock <laughs> footage yeah. of the viewpoint from a flight sim. I guess it's a flight simulator of a runway at night.
1: Well, yeah, it looks like a flight simulator filmed through a window with it raining outside <laughs> it looks awful
0: it's cardiff airport that's what it is yeah. it's touchdown well. at cardiff airport <laughs> yes
1: perhaps perhaps the uh the special effects guy was on holiday and he knew he was coming back and thought oh i can save sure my, i can have an extra two days by filming this here
0: <laughs> yeah but uh, all to one she's left alone with Orac, and and she looks good I, I, when she's standing there and just standing staring um at or she looks really good there when she's not talking yeah. or moving
1: yeah they're they're playing it quite nicely i think the two actresses in the very robotic but yeah as soon as they speak or as soon as you see them in long shot and you realize they're wearing silver uh yeah. stilettos which what computer designed them thought mm. they'll be handy um yeah they they look good when they're just not speaking yeah perhaps they should have you know had them being telepathic or something i don't know
0: yeah long long shots don't do them any favors do they
1: no no definitely not
0: so they all go out the main hatch i wasn't aware the liberator had a main hatch but uh they all go out the main hatch and they find themselves in a power station
1: yeah um i mean i i don't mind i mean doctor who did this a few times didn't it where Mm. that you where you 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 get a, a few days filming in in response for you know a, a payment to the social fund for some company, yeah, and they did a few like, times. It, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it I, I think it adds it adds value to the look of the program that they couldn't afford. They couldn't afford to build sets like this. Um, but again, it unfortunately it's a bit like the the 2009 Star Trek Engine Room, which is a a beer brewing plant none mm. of the equipment you see in this looks like it should be there on a, no. a futuristic it looks like a, you know like I say it looks like a power plant
0: yeah and that, they haven't even done what they did in ultra world which is stick the odd graphic here and there yeah you know to try and busy up they it, it, it's just like um, the inside of the tardis in invasion of time where you've just got corridors yep. and things like this and it's like this doesn't gel with anything we know about this craft
1: Exactly. Yeah, you you can you can reckon the reason why the TARDIS looks like that. You could say it's a, you know the doctor's telepathically done this to confuse people, but it still looks like that they run out of money and they filmed it in a disused hospital. Um, yeah, you can't really disguise it. I think they've chosen quite good shots in this. Like, there's some nice camera angles looking upwards. So you see yeah, the, I was going to say, you get a nice sense of scale and, yeah. and,
0: and, and space, don't you? Which is good, because you, it's meant to be this yeah. cavernous building, structure, space world thing. So, yeah, that works. It just, it doesn't, for one second, do no, you think, you, where, yeah, this is where the Liberator came from.
1: Yeah, you, you, you need to suspend your disbelief quite heavily, don't you, watching this one? Again, um,
0: this is one that works well on audio rather yeah. than visually.
1: Yes, I am. I, I imagine it would because you're you're going to imagine something that looks probably yeah. less like a power station, and
0: you're not imagining blue leotards. Blue, either. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa- baby blue leotards.
1: You're not. Mm. Well, you might be imagining them. It, it depends on the person. I don't know. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Well, Blake's separated from the others as he's going to be questioned, and the other two will await execution. And he questions yeah. it and gets another bout of the pain. This is very sadistic. This system is is very sadistic, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah, it's again termination trope, isn't it? Of the, the the sadistic, nazi esque, uh, society, that uses slaves for doing yeah. pointless work. Um, it, it's a bit lazy writing, because um, I I always like when you see alien civilizations, alien societies, things like that, I like to think, I like the best ones are the ones that you think can work outside of this program. And none of this is believable other than they needed a villain that would hurt Blake. You don't for one second buy that this is a functioning society.
0: No, no. And also, I mean, you know, the way they are here, I mean they're not the enlightened beings that i'd imagined them to have been you know especially when you consider zen and zen's persona
1: yeah zen zen has got more personality than the people running this society that's what i'm saying he's cleverer uh he's got better responses it do, again it doesn't fit does it that the the, the the main the, computer should be better than zen
0: yeah these are the creators of zen you know yeah. so there should be traits zen-like if you see what i mean yeah
1: um, and al- yeah. also in 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 uh spaceful when when they or it might actually it might have been in Cygnus Alpha when zen probes jenna um and she gets she goes oh i got this feeling of peace and mm, tranquility yeah. and this is meant to be a fascist computer
0: yeah no it it, it doesn't match does it
1: no not at all
0: Okay. well, Blake's taken to the control room and he's questioned by uh, alt alt, I'd like to ask one or two myself.
4: That is not permitted. For instance, what is
2: the system? The system is the supreme power of space world and the three life-supporting planets which orbit our sun. The system is a complex of infallible machines. All of this? You mean even you are computer controlled? We serve the system. Its questions and orders are rooted through me, but the words and thoughts are those of the system. Is that understood?
4: I demand your assurance that the rest of my crew remain unharmed.
2: Force Level 7. All right! Understood. We will commence. State the circumstances by which you came to be aboard Deep Space Vehicle 2.
4: We call it the Liberator. It was found abandoned and drifting in space. I was part of a crew that was put on board.
2: State the astral location in which you found DSV-2.
4: I don't know it. My nearest point of reference is a Federation prison planet called Cygnus Alpha.
2: State any further information you have regarding DSV-2.
4: We assume it had been in a space battle.
2: State any further information you have regarding... 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 Circuitry disturbances are continuing and outside influence has been analyzed. We will resume the questioning when the disturbance has been rectified.
0: And we find that the system is a computer that controls space world and three other planets nearby. Um, it's never really said, is it? I mean, that that the prisoners soon will say, "Well, oh, they're not really people at all." But are, are we meant to believe that they're like humanoid robots, or are they humans that've been adapted in some way?
1: Well, again, it 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 doesn't work because it's it's lazy writing. So. Either these are humans or humanoid aliens, and they're programmed at an early age to to be this, or they're made they're artificial. Which I don't think so. I think they're they're people, aren't they? In which case, why why are you why have you got a, why are you having to have slaves? Just program them to do the work. Yeah. yeah. Or if everyone is. Acting one hundred percent logically, controlled by computer, no one's going to turn their nose up at doing the slaves' work. Hmm. So why, again, why have you got to have slaves doing it? The reason you have got to have slaves is because it's a Terry Nation script. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the idea. I, I prefer the idea that they're not robots because if they are robots, why are hmm. robots, as you say, wearing stiletto heels?
1: Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Why? Why are why are robots doing anything? Mm. Why? It, it, I, I always get this uh, with any any robotic race so you had it with the original cylons and you had it sort of bit with data and you yeah. why are they even bothering doing this mm. if, if there's a if a if a see Orax, perfect because all he wants to do is gather more information yes and all this this horrible stuff in the real world he hates and that's what it should be why are they why are they building power plants like this mm. if the you know it's it's
0: if the sole purpose is just to main maintain space world and the three planets you know yeah why, why why look elsewhere
1: yeah and and sooner or later if you've got a computer-controlled society that's only it's only remit is to preserve space world and the technology at some point it's going to get to the thing of just kill everyone because they're the yeah. people ruining this get rid of the organic part and just have everything there it yeah it, it it's this is this is um space opera isn't it this is not this isn't science fiction this episode this no, is it is space opera yeah, definitely yeah, definitely it's the, the, these are the bad guys these are the good guys fighty fighty shooty shooty run away <laughs> get captured run away
0: cool wasn't it's, that good
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, and as as a kid i loved it i yeah i loved this you know it was like oh excitement adventure when you watch it as an adult yeah it's the episodes you rewatch and remember are the ones that bring a little bit more uh thought to it yeah because it's yeah. Like, really it's only the dialogue that saves this hmm. sort of episode
0: As I say, it works on audio. Visually, it it doesn't work at all. If you just had this as an audio file and listened to it and imagined whatever your imagination comes up with, of what what the creators of the Liberator looked like, what the the interior of space world looked like, that would work a lot more. But, you know, they... Bless them, it's the BBC, and, you know, (laughs) it's quite an ambitious notion, which they just didn't have a chance of, you know, realising... You know, to yeah. any, you know, suitable bless degree. Bless
1: them for trying, it? Bless them yeah. for
0: trying, yeah. All right, well, Blake, he's told to explain how come they to how they came to be aboard deep space vehicle 2. And he says, we assumed it must have been in a space battle. Now, how does he know this? Because that's Leyland. That was Leyland who assumed it was a space battle. And he wasn't anywhere near the flight deck
1: yeah. of London. Also, they, he says, uh, they say, where did you find it? And he goes, the, the only nearest uh point i've got is a planet called cygnus alpha but there was still quite a bit of traveling to yeah. cygnus Alpha. it wasn't it wasn't like in orbit around it
0: no no it wasn't next door
1: yeah no and and they 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 fly past certainly the london fly past many a planet before <laughs> no, it, yeah, you it reaches yeah
0: yeah um alter one gets stuck and uh, Alter 2 says that there's an outside influence affecting yeah. things, and Blake realises what's going on. It's Aurac, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a good job they weren't listening, wasn't it? <laughs> Blake's and got a... no inner, inner voice, has he? He's only, no. got, he's only got his external voice. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, what happens next is a good job as well. It's a good job old Avon, you know, his cell window looks directly onto the starscape, that they saw on that video playback if he had been in another one of those spheres pointed in the di- other direction yeah. they wouldn't have known that at or, all would they
1: or even if he would have been like 20 degrees facing the other way the next cell <laughs> he wouldn't have probably seen it
0: or if he just hadn't bothered looking out the window
1: yeah yeah hmm. it's um there's, a, there's a, it's like most blake sevens isn't it most most bbc stuff there's a lot of uh of Of things got to happen for these episodes to work
0: yeah yeah and if they don't happen it don't work yeah Yeah. there's massive malfunction to the system and all prisoners are told to be eliminated and Blake escapes his guards and the prisoner that he helped earlier I forgot about him uh, but yeah he had helped a prisoner earlier didn't he but uh, he just so happens to be there there and gets him into an old service lift
4: no service left. Those young guards, they don't even know it exists. Listen, I've got to get to the detention block. Do you know where it is? I'll show you. Good. Where do you come from? Planet called Earth. Earth? How long has all this been here? From from before my father was born. Before that? In those times. The three planets were always fighting or getting ready to fight. Sounds familiar. Then one of the planets developed a computer so powerful it was able to take over the weaponry computers of the other two. You see, all three became one, One gigantic system that totally governs the three worlds. And the system built this as a control center? Yes. Now there's no war, no famine. And no freedom. Yes. The system uses people. They are flexible, adaptable, expendable. What about the ones that give the orders? The outers, they're linked into the system. They're not really people at all.
1: It's this functional but but hack writing of... so So Blake needs someone to explain what's happening to him. Therefore, we need someone that isn't controlled by the computer. Therefore, there has to be a reason why this person would help Blake. Therefore, we have to write in a scene where Blake runs up and and helps him when he's being it's all it's so worked backwards and mm. formulaic because really this slave character other than you know, like you say opening the door for Blake and hiding him in a cupboard there's he doesn't do anything does he <laughs>
0: he's mr exhibit I ex, i can't say exposition yes. isn't
1: he he is yeah that's his sole function he out, out of a a a, a cast that with lots of strange costumes, he gets a potato
0: sack to wear,
1: doesn't
0: he? <laughs> he most certainly does. The budget had completely gone at that point. Yeah, it yeah, gone.
1: Yeah. Or they put him in a baby blue leotard and he, he looked like us. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, he, yeah, he, he basically says the system controls everything and the alters aren't yep. really people. Um, we then go to Villa, breaks Avon and Jenna out of uh, their cell and he gets a kung fu punch to his stomach for his troubles i didn't know avon knew kung fu but yeah old paul darrow he's getting ready before that door opens isn't he
1: well yeah it's um again it's so if, if you go back to like cygnus alpha there's a scene where uh jenna says to avon do you think you could kill a man and he goes i don't know <laughs> Because mm. up 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 till this sort of somewhere he's he's a civilized computer programmer yeah and then suddenly he becomes a, a like a, a cowboy action hero doesn't he <laughs> so yeah he knows he knows kung fu he I, you feel he's probably since he got kill that, that liberator gun
0: because yeah you yeah, know we've said yeah. you know he does this fanning of the gun yeah. I think it all went to his head that he actually owns a gun at last and yeah he now considers himself an action man I think
1: yeah he does he's um he's ready to uh, to beat people up at a drop of a hat, isn't he?
0: And run along because yeah. Just after this, we get lots of power station running about as they meet up with Dan yes. and Callie. And I I've always loved how Paul Darrow runs. He sort of runs and holds his arms out at, to his sides, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he 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 moves strangely. There's a lovely shot, isn't there, where an explosion goes off and he does a. But he knocks him up and tumble. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I he's just like, bad to mention.
1: Off, yeah, just off a camera. Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I mean, bless him, he gets up straight back up and carries on yeah. running and carries on acting. But he goes out of shot. I, I, why can the camera have been a little bit more to the right so we could have seen that full tumble?
1: Yeah. It's the other thing that uh, about this little sequence that I noticed was so. So the sequence of events is: um, Villa breaks into Villa breaks out of his cell. He mm-hmm. breaks into Avon and Jenna's cell. Avon says, where's Gan and uh, Callie?" And Villa says, they're in a cell just down the thing. And uh, Avon says, well, come on, why haven't you broken them out? And he says, oh, it takes time, you know. And he goes, okay, let's get some practice. The implication being that they're then going to go and let Gan and Callie out yeah. of their cell. But then the next shot is them going one way across the yeah. power plant floor. And then they go, oh, there's Gan and Callie." So oh, what, yeah. did, did Gan rip the door <laughs> off its hinges?
0: i know it, not yeah
1: it's confusing
0: yeah but it is it is great fun all those explosions go it on. is yeah yeah i wonder uh, what
1: the power station made of this
0: well do yeah, you we know just... the story i was going to save this for behind the scenes i mean this power station it, it it's a it's called old Brion 7 power station Oh-ho. outside bristol okay uh which also doubled for the federation complex in time squad as well and this is the one where, you know, the BBC was setting off all these explosions and one of the workers there turned to somebody or one of the crew and said, I hope that's one of your explosions because if it's not, we're in big trouble. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: Can you imagine them doing that now, though?
0: You wouldn't. Get, you absolutely yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we last week we were down at Dungeness Power Station. We were just outside and, you know, that's a nuclear power station there and, y- yeah. y- you know, that it's it's got razor wire absolutely everywhere cameras everywhere and um yeah you you know nobody's allowed in there anymore and but of course that's where they did uh, the clause of axos in 1971 yeah. they filmed in there you know things have changed now have, i know yeah. I, I i know back then you know th- this is 78 79 i know jane chapelle uh, quite nervous and apprehensive about uh, filming at this power station, you know because she thought of you know radiation and everything because it's it 's yeah. around this time you had that uh, mile island affair didn 't you in America yeah. where you had an, almost a nuclear meltdown so
1: and of, of course, if she'd have read any of termination's previous scripts, um she would know the the dangers of uh radiation, radiation. Poisoning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right well that that running along, but that caught, but along comes Blake and the prisoner and um, yeah. the prisoner kills Alter 2 by switching to destruction level.
1: Yeah, it, it's, again, a little bit of a weird scene this. I'm not sure I, I hold with it. So, Blake knocks out the guard, and mm. then the slave guy... Does he even get a name?
0: Uh, I, I, it's Norn, or Norm, or something like Norm, that. I, Norm, yeah, Norman. Like that. We'll
1: call him Norman. Norman. Norman, he, understandably, because he hates these the the altar he kills the altar he then passes the killing stick to blake and blake casually kills the guard that's unconscious yes. and no problem to him whatsoever yeah Comments blake's a to terrorist his
0: yeah. all these
1: arguments oh no blake's a freedom fighter yeah, he's a terrorist
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. all right well they get to the hatch it's that whacking great big door it looks like yes. a massive safe door or something doesn't it you know
1: I wonder if that was the hatch into the, uh, the you know, the nuclear material, the uh, atomic stuff.
0: This is why Jan put Chappelle yeah, yeah. Was a bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the prisoner is shot closing it. Um, yes. And, and that, that they all run up to the bridge and they get ready to leave. And yeah, the,
1: um, the, the, the Liberator guns that the guards are using in this sequence, they've all got, like, flash adapters on, haven't they? Have you noticed? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, and they, obviously they, they wanted wanted something a bit more than a light up. So everyone fires these flash bits. And they got this big clunky looks like just a wooden block stuck mm. to them that they obviously put flash powder into one side of it. Um, yeah, just just an observation so I was yeah. watching going, oh, that's weird.
0: They've got another weapon that's just about mm. to come up because two of the guards are teleported yeah. uh, from the control <laughs> room over to the Liberator. Callie teleports them back and Oh, my goodness.
1: The the two the two uh, the extras playing the guards, it's hilarious, isn't it? They're... Oh! Because they, <laughs> they've got their prime tang grenades. It's like, oh, we'll just chuck them at our main computer.
0: I've got yes. here in my yeah. nose, uh-oh, acting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful. F- it's the worst pantomime-type acting. It's rubbish. And, and they lob them about, what, maybe five feet from them. How is that going to save them, just throwing it by five feet?
1: Yeah. Also... We've ascertained that these people are controlled by the computer. So the yes. computer's told its own people to throw grenades at itself. <laughs> it's a silly computer.
0: It is a very silly computer. Um, we get the whole destruct, destruct, destruct from auto yeah. one. Then destruct,
2: destruct, destruct. Okay, seven.
4: Main
1: hatch closed. Give me real vision. Yeah, she's um, it's because uh, you you get that nice shot where so obviously things are blowing up in front of her, and then it goes the camera pans through the smoke and she stood there, but she doesn't seem to react much. No, to it. No,
0: she she's turning off, I think. Yeah. Um, we get more of that rubbish flight simulator footage as they get yeah. out. Even um, yeah,
1: even more looks like uh, someone's filming an airport at night, isn't
0: it? It is awful. I mean, yeah. thank goodness, you know, the actors on set haven't got a clue what the final effects footage is going to look like yeah. because, you know, they're obviously imagining some, you know, fantastic bit of model work, you know, to signify Yeah, they're, to signify they're
1: imagining a trench scene from Star Wars, aren't they? That's what they're
0: <laughs> imagining. <laughs> or, or going out the second Death Star at the end of Return of the Jedi, when yeah. they're flying out through all the girder work. But no, we get... We get Cardiff at night, basically, don't we? <laughs> we did, and um, and then they're told a second ship has been launched, and everyone but Blake has resigned to their fate. But then we see the second ship, and we realise it's a sister ship to the Liberator.
1: Yeah, every everyone is a bit too passive in this. Mm. It's like Gan is like, "Oh, what's the point? We're going to die." And Villas, oh, well, I'm all right. It's yeah, it's uh, it's it's purely there to to show Blake as you know the hero, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I love the way everyone makes the same mental leap of, oh, that prediction—it yeah. wasn't us blowing up. It must be this one blowing up. They all—they all realize it at exactly yeah. the same time.
1: But it could just because there's another ship. It could still be the liberator blowing up. Mm, yeah, they're very sure of that, aren't they? <laughs>
0: but blow up it does, just as it goes to fire its missiles, and we find out that Orac scrambled the launch system so his prediction would happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is quite quite a chilling thought. That Orak's happy to kill people just so yeah. that he's not wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they don't go anywhere with it. They, just,
0: they don't go anywhere with it because matter. that that's basically the end then. Um yeah. but um I'm kinda of like left wondering what happened to Spaceworld? Because If it didn't blow up, if it was just like the control room that actually got that damage, all that technology is still there. Maybe including, you know, Deep Space Vehicle 3, 4 or whatever. All ready for Serverland to go along and nab, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah. Although, again, you're meant to to view that this is the other side of the galaxy, Mm. even though they can get there in five minutes. It's all very... Again, it's a space opera, isn't it? I yeah. mean, because the choices we've got are that, although we didn't see it and they couldn't afford it, that the uh, Star World was destroyed, in which case that's a lot of supposed innocent people that weren't computer controlled, that they've just killed. Or like you say, it was just the control circuit mm. that went, the computer. And if if the computer didn't go and they repaired that, and it was, why do we never see them again? Why yeah. do they not try and you know get retribution or something which would be a better name for the episode better. as well
0: <laughs> you're absolutely right i yeah. mean yeah it, it, it's a strange episode as i say i mean i think you're right i think we we saw them far too soon in the in the series history and when we do see them they're a that, that they're a letdown and it's a shame because i love the chase craft the chase craft yeah, you know visually know. match the liberator you know they're like a fighter version of the liberator, it's basically one of their the engine pods, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the, it's like, the yeah, it's like liberators,
1: the... the bomber, and these are the fighters, sort fighters. Of thing, Liber- yeah. yeah,
0: really, really smart. And I like the guards, but the rest of it is just oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, that that's it over. So let's just have a talk about uh, the actors. I've already talked about the power station, so I can skip over that bit on my notes. Um, Now, Alter 1 was played by Sheila Ruskin, okay? And Alter 2, finally, I've I've, I've realised what you were talking about the other week. Uh, Harriet Philpin. Harriet Philpin. Right. I thought, whenever I used to watch this, I know you from loads of stuff. A yeah, ton of but, stuff. I know you from, but she isn't. I know her from the thing that you know her from. What What do you know know her from? Ian? Well,
1: I I know her from two things. One is from Genesis as a Daleks,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: mainly I know her from uh, the R. White's lemonade commercial.
0: That's the one,
1: <laughs> you know, which everyone of a certain age, as soon as you say that, they're hearing the secret lemonade drinker.
0: I'll put and, it up on Facebook yeah, for all yeah, our um, non UK uh, listeners. You know, but, um, just what the heck we're talking about here.
1: But it, I, I think it's amazing that that a 30-second advert, and she's stuck in my mind that as soon as I see her, I think, oh, that's the Our White's Lemonade Woman.
0: Because it goes in, yeah. doesn't it? It, it, it's it does. like, Have you ever had it when you're walking along the road and you see somebody and you go, oh, I know you, you're famous, what are you from? And all day long, you're, you're going, where do I know you, where do I know you? And then you realise... Yeah actually that person works in wh smiths or something like that yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's um i i find that a lot that that and sometimes you'll see someone you'll because we'll be what ann's very good at if we're watching a program she'll say that's such and such from such and such and i'll go no is it and she'll look it up and it will be she's really good at spotting faces yeah my wife's i'm like terrible that. yeah so i'll watch something and i'll be watching it for about 10 minutes and i think. I know that guy. I know, him. and then it will turn out I know him because I've been watching him for ten minutes, and my brain's
0: <laughs> caught up know, with you. So I've never seen him in anything else,
1: but he's now familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange, but that advert must have been played so many times. My it brain must classic. have seen it. It's yeah. a
0: classic uh, episode, um, uh, advert, isn't it? That's I wonder if she's
1: is. proud of that—the the fact that's what she's remembered for.
0: Because, I mean, it's her, isn't it? And the guy yeah. is Elvis Costello's dad. That's right, um, yes. yeah and, and, and he's very memorable as well. It would be nice if yeah. you could get royalties from an advert because they, they would be so rich now.
1: I hope they've done something out of it. I hope they've got a little bit out of it. At, at yeah. least a crate of our whites. Do <laughs> you still buy our whites? Is it still going? I don't. Yeah, know. I think you can. Is it?
0: I think you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting thirsty now.
1: Yeah, I found a good <laughs> glass of white. The advertising works.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna sneak down the stairs tonight. Yeah. Um just like uh, Elvis's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh genre tally then, Sheila Ruskin. She's got a genre tally of four, okay. Uh Blake Seven here. She was in yeah. Doctor Who. She was somebody called Cassia in The Keeper of Trakin. Okay? Oh right,
1: she was uh Nissa's mum. Oh,
0: was she? See, yeah. I would give her through at that she point. Does
1: it? Straight
0: no, over your absolutely, thanks for that. Uh, Space Precinct, she was in Space Precinct. Right.
1: Oh, I used to love that. And
0: Terribly The Vanishing nice. Man. Do you remember The Vanishing Man, that TV BBC oh, version okay. of um, uh, The Invisible Man?
1: Oh, no, I remember The Gemini Man, which was The Invisible Man that he had a Watch that turned him invisible. That was all uh,
0: uh, Kuryakin in it, wasn't it?
1: No, that was, there, there was a... There was, oh, no, 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 this, no that was yeah. the
0: guy from uh, Alias Smith and Jones. That
1: was him, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, curly-haired yeah. fella. Curly um, head, yeah. Curly head fella. Uh, but, yeah, there was an Invisible Man TV show with um, uh, Kiriakian in because uh, he, he used to paint himself in latex in the opening credits. That's right, read, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't remember <laughs> Vanishing Man. Was it recent? or?
0: No, no, I think that was in the 80s, yeah, early 90s. I'll put it up on Facebook. All right, so that gives her a who tally of one for the keeper of tracking. Yeah. Uh, Harriet Philpin... Not much. Uh, genre tally of two, as you say. She was Betan in yes. Genesis of the Daleks, and here in Blake Seven. So that's it, and she gets a whole tally, tally of one because of that.
1: She doesn't get anything <laughs> for the R Whites.
0: Maybe we should have an ad- advert tally. Yeah,
1: ad tally. Yeah, going to have a lot of tallies. <laughs> yeah,
0: because we said that, didn't we, about that yeah. mutoid? That, that what was her name? Oh, go on, do your Travis.
1: Oh, oh, the the character's name that
0: That's sir, thank you. Yeah. I thought you meant
1: the actor like I got no hope of remembering the actresses. No, I'm right?
0: sure she I'm sure she was in an advert, a well known advert, yeah. just like this Harriet girl. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure of it. Did, yeah.
1: We should you should have done the um the tally for the slave as well because 'cause he's been in Doctor Who a couple of times, hasn't he? Oh
0: he's been in tons, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's one of those bit part actors, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he
1: always he's very familiar.
0: Yeah. Alright, okay, well that's it. That's uh, today's episode over um join us next time where we're going back to season three and another Ooh. one i've been looking forward to uh next time we are talking about section leader clegg
1: ah uh, mr brunson
0: so some nice research for you there ian okay excellent i'll
1: get on and watch
0: it Okay, doke right you get on then Take that leotard off first, though. Yes, yeah, it's,
1: it's a bit sweaty now. It's not good. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've got, I, I've got, I've got dark patches. I, yes, I don't
1: think you're going to get your deposit back. On these, sorry,
0: <laughs> I think I'm leaving my deposit in it. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Ian. No problem. Thank you, you. Anyone listening? Yeah, join us next to time where we have uh, uh, Mr. What's his name? Mr. Br- Bronson. Br- Mr. Bronson, yeah. Mr. Bronson in space, yes. All right. Thanks, Ian. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.